Hello drivers, it's Sunday, December 11, 2011, you're listening to the podcast from asktracker.com website, basically I'll be your token co-driver for a duration of this broadcasting and information, it's great and important, you won't regret it, I have some articles on asktracker.com for you, and uh, fresh papers. Also, I will make little investigation about DEF, where it's coming from, and who benefits. But first of all, let me ask you, how are you doing? Which way are you heading? This article, what privacy? New border plan results in unprecedented information sharing. Of course, there is uh, pictures of US border crossing with Canada. And uh, apparently some Canadian think tank is concerned about flow of information between US and Canada about people who... I don't know when they cross... when they share that information, when they cross border or they already, (laughs) you know, know everything about everybody. But uh, as the quote consequently as the variations and in initiatives unfold we will be monitoring developments very closely that's what they say but the american civil liberty association also released a statement saying it's not a clu it's something a cla how many of the self-appointed self-appointed ngos in the world can you believe it and everyone has President, accountant, some kind of tax loopholes, but whatever. It's still free opinion from them, you know, doesn't cost any money. So that Civil Liberties Association also released a statement saying the new Canada-US agreement must not lead to a large-scale surveillance system. Quote, both countries recognize a constitutional right to travel, and the legal system of both countries recognized that privacy is fundamental right, said the organization. Prime Minister Stephen Harper and the U.S. President Barack Obama signed a border deal Wednesday, which political readers and tracking industry called the measure stripped over easing the flow of goods between the two countries. I have seen the stum- custom declaration that's supposed to fill up when you cross it, uh, and I know that driver gets extra 30 bucks from company when they cross Canadian border, but for some reason, it, I'm sure they not enjoy it. So this was looks like a good deal for trackers, and who knew it's gonna be some kind of <laughs> some kind of underwater racks over there and whatever. Let's see what the quotes say. These agreements represent the most significant step toward Canada-US cooperation since not NAFTA, basically, North American Free Trade Agreement. Harper said in Washington where the deal was unveiled. Harper went shopping to Washington. The new Canada-US Society Security Perimeter Agreement called Beyond the Border aims to improve the flow of trade and promise to tighten security, secrecy, <laughs> as well as we take the steps, we will protect the jobs, grow our economies, 
and keep each other safe Harper said well Canada pretty much has not really big uh, advantage for moving jobs and there except they have free health care and uh, company doesn't have this expense you know paying for the health insurance for employers I heard that Starbucks pays more for health insurance than for actual coffee supply but they cannot take the Starbucks and move it to Canada they have to sell it to sell it to you where you are I guess but uh, I heard that uh, they quote Ross Perot did said <laughs> when the NAFTA was first introduced he said you're going to hear giant sucking sound when all the jobs will be sucked in, into Mexico so let's see what the Harper said in addition to that this is a historic achievement that takes meaningful step and brings Canada and US into 21st century that said David Bradley oops it's not Hartley it's a president and CEO of the Ontario Trucking Association and Canadian Trucking Alliance there you go people again self-appoint some kind of NGO that has a president <laughs> and also has a opinion published right next to that uh, Harper president and president president David Bradley <laughs> next to uh, actually Harper it's some kind of uh, prime minister yes yeah I guess deal with Chris harmonization of custom standards between US and Canada which cut down into sets of rules and shippers and manufacturers you see it's really gonna be some kind of info sharing it doesn't have a Obama quote here I don't see any Obama quotes here maybe he wasn't there when they signed it this deal so basically it's a story achievement for trucking industry this brings better place balance and trade facilitation recurring crossing time reducing crossing time stream lines the process Bradley said one of the biggest changes is the end of repeating checks and tight restrictions on Canadian trucks which cross into the US to simply use their roads to cut down on travel times and expense for example on trips from Vancouver to Toronto or Sarnia to Windsor of course if it's winter instead of being cast tracker on Canadian freeways or how they call those motorways maybe motor coach freeway <laughs> motor coach <laughs> so they maybe can jump into US take US 10 yeah interstate 10 basically go down on interstate 5 then take 10 enjoy good weather take 95 and go up or 85 and go up back to Canada that way you weren't an ice tracker good good deal I guess after September 11 2001 attacks US changed rules and treated those 
tracks scaring international goods which resulted in increase of paperwork, checks and cost. Those trucks have been forced essentially to stay in Canada, creating higher fuel costs and longer travel times. This restores the shi shipments and that's a very good step for us, Bradley said. A pilot project in Montreal starting this spring will also see goods arriving at its ports and ship it to destination the US, needing to be checked only once when entering Canada under a new cleared once accepted twice program. Also included a streamlined supply chains programs that allow shippers who qualified under Canadian border security program to be automatically accepted under the its US counterpart or vice versa. It will end duplication where shippers had to be accepted for programs in both nations. This will save money, time, administration work, so it's very positive, massive and so on. There will also be a great investment in Boston Crossing such as Visa Destroyed for technology such as radio frequency readers or scanners to track shipments and essentially allow for more fast lines and the borders. The two governments have also vowed to take an inventory of dozens of border crossing fees charges to corporations, small businesses and shippers. Another quote, there are many of them and while they did not so say that they're going to get rid of them, they're going to do an assessment on rationale for each of their impact on border. A lot of them don't take don't make sense, said Bradley. Nothing that agriculture inspections fees are charged on every truck, including after shippers. What the deal spells for average commuter to Windsor or to those who frequently cross border in the US was not immediately known. There were concerns the New Deal would include a demand that every traveler entering the country submit to providing digital fingerprints or eye scans, raising privacy concerns. I imagine driving provider eye scans is just a... will be awesome. But there were no details on how entry exit process will be altered which would affect authorities and 6,000 daily commu commuters. Winsorites. It's because it's Windsor Star newspaper I guess that's why it's talking about Winsorites. Are they agree to be called that? MP Brian Massey NDP Windsor West, a member of federal government's Canada-US Border Relations Committee, welcomed any attempts to ease trade but advised caution until they become reality. We conceived this before, he said. A lot of this depends on their attitude and how this gets rolled out.
we have been promised things before by the US and instead all we have seen is greater militarization of the border. He also expressed concern about any loss of privacy for average person crossing border. There is still concern about privacy for sure, he said. Though greater information sharing, we could see the low risk travelers in general numbers fall into high risk categories. The Office of Privacy Commissioner of Canada had not yet assessed the implications of a deal. Have spoke, said spokesman, spokesman Jennifer Stannard. And more detailed analysis of agreement is being undertaken by our office, and I will share further observation in a future spokesman Hutchison said in statement. Overall, we must note that the more facts that initiatives proposed will result in unprecedented information sharing requiring vigilance for a privacy standpoint. Consequently, as the various initiatives unfold, we will be monitoring development very closely. If you know, if you are nobody, who will let you monitor something that's under a rock? You know, the American Civil Liberties Association also released a statement saying that New Canada-US agreement must not let a large-scale surveillance system. Both countries recognize, recognize constitutional right to travel. Watch lists must be narrow for focused on persons who pose genuine and immediate threat, the LCRU said. And I have some comments over here. The username VRCHWINSDER. This is North American Union. There is no more Canadian sovereignty. Search the WikiLeaks document. North American Initiative. Subject placing a new North American Initiative. Process. At this time, the incremental do not tell people approach to integration is probably better than big deal approach. However, governments should focus on choosing their objective and you know, on choosing a process. Border versus perimeter, border risk, labor markets, regulations, custom union, currency union, North American integration. Another comments, Nexus has saved me a lot of time. This comment was left by user who has been blocked by our staff. The staff is busy to blocking, go blocking people. Exchanges driver license failed. Nexus failed. Commuter lanes failed. What's going to change? Looks like those two governments are failure prone. So have changed the wait times on US side from 15 minutes to 16 minutes. Great deal. Another comment. It's a such an historic achievement. Why don't you actually inform us about what was changed? Ricky W. Now there is a little more details for us. And there is hot link for Vancouver Sun. Let's click on it. Basically the same thing on this Vancouver Sun page. Plans include enhanced tracking of travelers in both countries. Joint screening of cardo coming from foreign countries to Canada and the US. Granting trucks trusted, end quote. 
trusted status to some companies in Canada or US that ship goods across the border so shipments are red screened and the factory instead in factory instead of the border more opportunities to Canada for Canadian drivers to obtain Nexus cards to get faster clearance at border crossings increase government funds to open up more lines for quick clearance what about trackings? the owner or Langree-backed Ken Johnson tracking hopes it will help his fleet of tractor trailers move bulk liquid including chemicals and lubricating oil across the border with greater efficiency and shorter delays there is a lot of bureaucracy you have to be familiar with and work your way through Johnson said in an interview about changes of border procedure we don't have that before we didn't have that before the lineups it's about changes to 2001 the lineups are longer than they used to be and we have to sit sometimes for two or three hours before 2001 it was 30 45 minutes Johnson said although trucks have easier than many companies because they are cleared for security beforehand the required process are big investment in time for dispatching stuff anything that streamlines the process will be beneficial Again, statement from some trucking association we represent more than 1000 trucks and motorcycle coach fleets more than 250 suppliers and recent border has become a lot harder to negotiate since 2001 attack said there is certainly lots of opportunity for harmonization streamlining where is the information action more than 1.6 billion in goods and services and 300,000 people cross the US-Canada border every day according to the Pacific Northwest economic region and uh, it has some comments over here too one comment wake up sheeple don't forget fluoride in the drinking water which does damage the brain <laughs> making people more passive those things are no accident especially now Monsanto is responsible for aspartame and why it is used every in everything aspartame I think it's sweetener how is that related to Monsanto Monsanto is GMO foods I mean crops and shit this subject matter is no longer conspiratorial it's a go global plan around the world to collapse economies sterilize people to vaccination control population and bring about a global government the US is under control by some very evil people who own them and if you don't believe me research Rockefeller Rockchild Greenspan and find out the truth there is a sinister agenda at work people need to wake up before it's too late and Rockefeller spell R-O-C-K-E-F-E-L-L-A Panda Man Comment So US is trying to pass a bill that will lock up any American with no trial indefinitely who is suspected of being terrorist or those who support any terrorist group Their definition of support 
include having any weapons or armor, having enough food to last seven days, or anyone missing fingers. <laughs> Look it up yourself if you don't believe me. But this is being sold as for society own protection. So why would you be more afraid of this draconian law than strips the rights of freedoms more so than actual terrorism? I am extremely worried about the future. This is getting out of hand. I have an idea. Actually, gonna search that about fingers and having weapons and food supply. I'm going to Google. Google doesn't want to return anything. Let's try. No? Your search. Having any weapons or armor. Having enough food to last seven days. Semicolon. Or anyone missing finger. Did not match any documents. Suggestion. Make sure all words are spelled correctly. Try different keywords. Try more general keywords. Try fewer keywords. Okay. I could remove more fingers from these keywords. <laughs> I can change last days instead from 7 to 4, but I can even remove enough. But I guess there is no document like that. Some kind of empty accusation. Comment from Hidden Truth. What a trader Harper is to Canada and all of mankind. He also passes the bill C6, which is going after all your natural health products, vitamin services. Everyone opposed him on this, but he went around the opposition and formed his own Senate. Why do you need Senate if you... I mean, Canada can just be ruled by Queen, I guess, no? Obama is already considering turning the US into a police state. In case you guys haven't noticed, there are some dark times ahead of us. For those of you who laugh at this and defend Harper for doing the right thing, I pray you wake up to what is happening around you. In a word right now, for those of you who can see the new world world growing out, Eugenie's currency collapse pharmaceutical agenda, now is the time to start collecting gold, precious metal, saving food. Oh, I have a gold uh, ticker for you on asktracker.com and you can see price as it varies every 15 minutes. Saving food and supplies when the currency collapses and it will there will be civil unrest. The guys controlling the US mentioned below have some nasty tricks up their sleeves before it's over. This border deal aligns us with a failing giant. Comment from a repen unrepentant. This agreement represents further infusion of U intrusion of US law in Canadian affair. In any event, the USA already possesses all Canadian data and ignores Canadian's law as substitutes its own when it suits its purpose. The pretense is that license plates of vehicle doing northwards are not already being scanned before they reach the border. Sometimes they cannot be admitted officially. 
with the currency collapse and implementation of martial law in the USA. This will mean unhe unhindered, unhindered, unhindered access of the US military into Canada with the security perimeter being the justification. Not fear access, no more loss freedom. Username NI for NI. Harper, you loser. Get off your knees and start looking out for Canada. Canadians needs. You sell out. Why would you? Now, why would anyone with any common sense want to do a deal with country that is so fucked up? How much money is Harper getting for sale? <sighs> I souvenir tracker who felt asleep guilty of homicide. And there is picture of guy guy sitting in a sofa with t-shirt official grandpa and he wears some kind of boxers shorts or whatever. Richard D. Pedota wasn't drinking or speeding as he drove his big rig along Interstate 17 in September 2010, but when he fell asleep behind a wheel and killed another Matariski committed a crime. Northampton County Judge Leonard Zito on Wednesday ruled Pedota was guilty of homicide by vehicle and involuntary manslaughter when he fell asleep allowing his tractor trailer to barrel into parked truck killing its driver Mario Chasson 52 of Palmer Township. Pedota faces up to 12 years in prison. By deciding that falling asleep at a wheel was not just a terrible accident, Zita might be helping to solidify precedent statewide about what responsibility motorists have when they not off while driving. With the quote, we conclude that Defendants violated defendant violated the above motor vehicle ordinance in a reckless or grossly negligent manner by falling asleep at the wheel of his tractor trailer, approximately causing the death of Mario Chasson, as it wrote on his ten page opinion. We believe it is incumbent upon professional drivers such as defendant to take additional precautions when driving such a potentially dangerous instrumentally S an eighteen wheel combination tractor trailer or our busy interstates because the case deals with issues that remain open for legal debate, district attorney expects it will end up before Pennsylvania Supreme Court on appeal. Pedota told investigated he left YRC Tracking Service Center in Harrisburg on September 2, 2010 and was heading to New Jersey on the right lane. He fell asleep and hit the stopped trick, which Chanson had pulled off to the side of the road and was apparently standing side beside police. Beside police said. Chasson was killed and three other people were injured. The accident caused huge traffic jam 
and massive fire that created a plume of smoke that could be seen for miles. Pedota was charged seven mo months later with homicide by vehicle. During the non-jury trial before Zito last week, prosecutors Pedota's defense team agreed that Pedota was not speeding, was not under the influence of drugs or alcohol, and had not been driving for excessive period. They also agreed he fell asleep or blacked out behind the vehicle that led to Chasson's death. Zita cited a Supreme Court opinion that determining the fall asleep is not an instantaneous event and is preceded by warning signs that give a motorist an opportunity to prevent an accident. Therefore, falling asleep behind the wheel requires the kind of gross negligence needed for finding Pedota guilty. Zita determined there was a medical evidence that Pedota blacked out and that he did not need a, the warning sight of falling asleep. When you are driving on those big creeks, it's like driving a potential bump down the highway, said Morganelli. It was a terrible accident, but the judge made the right decision. We must send a message to the commercial truckers that they are driving a vehicle that could cause mass destruction. They must hit the warning. However, because some could argue that the burden of proof was shifted to Pedota in this case by requiring the proof he did not block out, Morganelli said he expects the case to find its way to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Pedota's attorney Stephen Gar or D. Ozean, Gold Ozean, could not be reached for comment. Pedota will be sentenced at a later date. He faces up to seven up to seven years in prison for homicide by vehicle charge and up to five years in a involuntary manslaughter charge. How come they count like separate crimes? Did he do it twice or what? Yeah. If he didn't fall asleep, just uh, he didn't say that he fell asleep, how did it change conclusion? Here is three comments, comments on this article. Just wait for all of the problems to start with Obama's new rule about Mexican trackets, trackers. Let the fun begin. 34 net of fuel trucks destroyed in Pakistan. Up to 34 trucks destroyed in a rocket attack towards the NATO tracking terminal in Pakistan or wherever. Supplying troop in neighboring Afghanistan, police said. Number of tankers and goods, goods trucks were packed in a temporary terminal after government shut out supply lines for NATO forces in anger, deadly cross-border airstrike which killed 24 Pakistani soldiers. So basically, Pakistanis close, ah, told military trucks to stop driving on their roads. <laughs> Why would they listen to those assholes? Just keep going. You need to deliver goods and fuel. Why did they stop? Destroyed 34 perfectly good trucks. We don't know about any casualties because the blaze is so huge. Uh -huh. First, the fire started on two oil tankers 
and the fuel started leaking which spread into fire other vehicles. Fire brigade and emergency service were called immediately, of course. Most supplies and equipment required by foreign forces of Afghanistan are usually shipped through Pakistan, although US troops increasingly use alternative routes through Central Asia. NATO has launched an investigation to raid last month in which 24 Pakistanis were killed. Little November 26 airstrikes have brought fragile Pakistan-US alliance to a fresh low. Pakistani sealed Afghan border to NATO supply convoys boycotted this week. Sabon conference on the future of Afghanistan and order US personnel to vacate air base reportedly used CIA drones used by CIA drones. There is an article that the local police using drones to search for six missing cows so where they have no uh, search warrant to enter your ranch they just send a drone and they fly around <laughs> airspace it's not doesn't belong to you I guess or whatever. Here is some quick facts on DAF diesel exhaust, exhaust fluid Maybe it will be like little quiz for Alea. Uh, what is diesel exhaust fluid? Diesel exhaust fluid is a high quantity chemical, quality chemical solution comprised of 32.5% of urea and 67.5% deionized water for specific use of a CR system to reduce emissions. What is urea? I guess it's cow paste. Let's see. Yuri is active ingredient in ingredient of DF. Yuri is created from synthetic ammonia and carbon dioxide when subjected to high heat and pressure and can be produced as liquid or solid. Synthetic urea is used in many fertilizers. Should I be concerned about quality of DF? Yes, the quality DF extremely important important high quantity DF will be produced and distributed by companies that have demonstrated their domestic experience in production and distribution. Those qualified companies will bear the API certified symbol. I have questions about this quality and stuff. When you're doing uh, pre-trip for example inspection you're supposed to check for your exhaust pipe because if it's uh, broken and has leak you by sitting in your cap can get idling can get poisoned okay now on this DF trucks there is no exhaust pipe that goes up and blows smoke out there is little chopped off piece of pipe right below that uh, below your truck tractor barely can see it so if they they assume that exhaust are so clean that nothing is going in and get sucked into the cap and if you put low quality DF or you just put water instead of DF to keep the truck, truck running you know if you don't have supply of DF nowhere to get it then you gonna blow off dirty exhaust air from that little pipe on the bottom of the tractor is DEF corrosive yes diesel gloss fusive is corrosive in uh, most metals stainless steel is the only metal used in manufacturing 
of all the F pump equipment. There you go, a little trivia on a show for you. What else you didn't you know about DF? What happens if non-DF substance enter the DF tank? The C uh, SCR system will recognize a substance other than DF and the truck's DF indicator light will appear to notify the driver whether or not the vehicle requires servicing is dependent on the level of contamination. I know if DF is slow, trucks truck is kind of slows down to 55 and doesn't want to go any faster. I know I don't know for sure what happens when it's not low, but totally zero level. But uh, I read that uh, current DF trucks can easily work on water instead of DF and they're trying to put sensors on new generations of trucks so drivers wouldn't be able to use water instead of paying $3 a gallon per for DF so unusual surveys inside how drivers behave come texting cell phones use well behind the wheel their per se of safety risk and distracted driving. Survey response indicated the answer calls on most trips. They acknowledge few driving situations when they would not be using cell phone or, t or text. And yet, they feel unsafe when riding in a vehicle in which the driver is texting and they support ban texting and cell phone use. Those findings provide further evidence that distracted driving is a complex problem that is both hard to measure and difficult to address given conflicting public attitudes and behaviors. Nothing conflicting. When I'm texting, it's safe. When driver, other drivers texting is not safe. What's conflicting about it? I don't know. New Brown Fence Video Tracking Company settles suit. In New Brownfell's woman whose husband was killed in the when an 18-wheeler rammed into her truck in Texacana has settled her lawsuit for 3.25 million and promised by the tracking company to improve its prices about testing for sleep apnea. Wyndon Lindsay and her husband John were stopped in construction traffic in May 2010 on Interstate 30. When the Celadon tracking service rig hit them from behind, and police investigation showed that it was about 70 miles per hour, a lawsuit discovery revealed that tracker who survived has been diagnosed with sleep apnea. The American statesman wrote about Lindsay's case September. The settlement included acknowledgement that sleep apnea might have been a tractor in the wreck and committed uh, commitment by Celadon to examine its operations 
and education driving to prevent similar incidents was the Lindsay lawyer Jim Calloway Victoria Cos President sitting Lindsay and Cole were also in Washington this week testifying before Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration Motor Carrier Advisory Committee urging rules on sleep apnea testing. Let's Google that committee and see if I can find something interesting. Google results. June 17, Federal Motor Carrier ah, FMCSA announces new Motor Carrier Safety Advisory Committee. What about in news? I see the same market watch, the same article. Okay. Keep tracking with apostrophe for 10 hours. Telegram.com. Where is this Telegraph.com from? Telegram. Keep tracking for 10 hours and 10 comments. It is showing and highway is slippery. All of a sudden you look in rear view mirror to see 18-wheeler tractor trailer closing on on the back of your compact car. Your knuckles turn white. Your heart starts to race. You feel a knot in your stomach and you turn your head quickly to see if you can move safely to the right hand lane. Each year approximately 4,000 people are killed and 100,000 are injured in commercial truck crashes. Many of those accidents are caused by fatigued drivers who are focused to drive 11 hours a day. Truck drivers, insurance groups and safety organizations are now working with Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration FMCSA to replace the 11-hour legal limit with safer and saner 10-hour rule. Insurance groups have warned that safety issues must not be compromised in any way in order to earn the support of various motor carrier groups. Although fatigue may be a factor in 20% to 40% of all fatal accidents, tracking industry has threatened to file suit against FMCSA in safer 10-hour rule if safer 10-hour rule is adopted. Tracking company spokesmen are using their recession as a reason why tracking company profit should trump public safety. Trackers are not paid by hour. They are paid by the mile. Interstate trucks on the highway are rolling sweatshops. The drivers are often required to drive 11 hours a day to be on duty an additional 3 hours loading and unloaded cargo. The average life expectancy of a truck driver is 61 years, 16 years less than overall US average. Tracking is the most dangerous profession in total on a job's fatalities. Rolling sweatshops. Interstate trucks on highway are rolling sweatshops. The drivers often require to drive 11 hours a day 
and to be on duty additional three hours, loading and unloading cargo. The average life expectancy is 61 years, 16 less, and I will already went through that. Although 11 hour rule may allow interstate tracking companies to earn higher profit, the 11 hour rule is clearly dangerous to the general public and health hazard for the truck drivers. I'm wondering if how many jobs require people to work 70 hours in 8 days with no day off. 70 hours is basically what you drive because most of the loading and uh, waiting and stuff you kind of show yourself off duty so it's 70 plus maybe 30 maybe 100 hour work week I mean in 8 days recent survey show that 65% of truck drivers surveyed report they often or sometimes felt drowsy and struggling 48% said they had fallen asleep while driving in the previous year studies show that the crash risk of truck driving Thursday increases dramatically after 8 consecutive hours a fatigue truck driver exhibits the same characteristic as drunk driver fatigue is the largest unidentifiable and preventable cause of accidents and transport operations surprising, surpassing the alcohol or drug related incidents drowsy driving kills it's a quote just as sure as drunk drugged and distracted driver driving said Peter Kissinger president CEO of AAA Foundation for Traffic Safety. Parents Against Tire Trackers PATT PAT, and Truck Safety Coalition strongly oppose 11 hour rule. The adoption of 11 hour rule threatens the lives of everyone on the road and it threatens the health and safety of truck drivers who are forced to egg out living and an industry that pays by mile and not by the hour. European truck drivers are limited to 9 hours a day and they are required to take rest periods every 4.5 hours. The EU enforces the laws with the use of driver cards which have an embedded microchip. The data from swerping the cards is stored for one year, which allows law enforcement officials to download the data. When Congress created FMCSA to regulate the dangerous tracking industry, the enabling legislation specified that safety was to be the agency's highest priority and that the purpose of the agency was the fourth of the highest degree of safety in motor carrier transportation. The FMCA is scheduled to, use, to issue final regulation by December 30th. I urge you to contact your senators and congressmen to let them know that you support the 
It's in quotes, safer and saner than our rule. Edward Bassett Jr., apartment in Massachusetts law firm, and so on. And there is 10 comments. Let's see if I can read it for you, read them for you. I have seen police scenes who have instantly assumed that because the truck were involved, that it's automatically their fault. Thankfully, at times there are witnesses out there who was out there testimony many trackers would be places at fault. To the reporter who wrote the story, I have one suggestion. Suggestion. Put your desk jackie butt into an actual truck with an over-the-road driver for one week. Open your mind during that week and then come back and write a factual story. It's easy to look up statistics or online blogs, especially when most of those stats are funded by railroad moguls, but until you have actually been a tracker in tracker shoes, you can't in good conscious write story that's not one-sided and discriminatory. Up 501 road. Dear Mr. Bassett, if your knuckles turn white and your heart starts race, I would see a doctor. I drive trucks sometimes 10 and a half to 11 hours. Not a big deal. I go to New Jersey, take an hour lunch and then come home. To say every driver is paid by the mile, it's very misleading. But you know that I get paid by an hour like many other drivers. Too many accidents are caused by cars, pickups, trucks, and bikes chasing cla changing lanes all ta the time and taking the on the phone, talking on the phone. But you knew that if there are very few truck stops in Massachusetts for drivers to pull over, maybe you can address that in your next articles. Truckers are not perfect. We all do not die at 61. Many go home and end of the day. Human error is cause of some events all the time, but let the industry police itself. If you drive New Jersey, then you probably see a lot of cars changing lanes. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Linda wrote, to be honest, I rarely had frightening encounters with truck drivers, especially on the pike that I traveled every workday for over five years. It was the other drivers that were dangerous. One question for truck drivers, wouldn't this impact the GID delivery of goods to grocery stores and other places? I think it would. If the slow is passed, then customers should prepare themselves for not finding what they want on the store shelves as soon as they would like. You will be still able to pick up your stuff, but it will be expired. <laughs> Safe driving, it's atomic rope. Atomic ropes? 
Safe driver requires a complex safe or motor skills combining with peak attention. How can anybody possibly claim that sustaining that level of alertness and concentration for 11 hours at clip is always possible? What do you want? A surgeon to operate on you after working for 7, 8 or 9 hours? A pilot flying through a storm? Why should making money always trump safety? Frankly, this law doesn't seem to go far enough. Are certain the posters who are against these regulations would feel quite differently if loved one was involved in an accident? That's right, 8 hour day. Safe driving, it's Linda again, requires complex set of motor skill. That's probably a quote. My chances of being hit by another car are far greater than and in my driving life has happened four times. As far as money consideration, you can bet that so store customers will be first to complain if they want item on the shelves. Independent Tinker wrote, Most of the professional trucks drivers I have encountered in my travels have been safe and Purchase drivers, I can't say the same for jerks and passengers' cars waving in and out of traffic and cutting others off. They are the ones who should be removed from the road as they are more likely to cause an accident than some going over the speed limit. It's great that people have opinions. Let's see, I have this article in the paper new track weight allows weight monitoring recordings there is some kind of onboard centers that can give you your weight axles with three percent accuracy and if you have a i think air suspensions on your track on a trailer then it's 0.3 percent accuracy so basically even if you get as you get loaded you already see how much weight they put on every axle while you're waiting to get for them to finish loading. It's from truckweight.com. I don't know how they're gonna weight your actual axle. If it's between suspensions, if it's between trailer and axles, they know trailer weight. Yeah, good luck. Maybe someday you'll see the weight on dashboard in a truck. But Okay drivers, drive safe, take 10 and uh, subscribe because next episode is coming unavoidably. Thank you for listening.